the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Turkey's top diplomat has reiterated a call to Saudi Arabia to allow Turkish authorities to enter the kingdom's consulate in Istanbul for an investigation on the missing Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi. The foreign minister said today that Saudi Arabia had not yet cooperated with Turkey on the search. They're calling for more in the way of international cooperation. President Trump says he would be deeply disappointed if it turns out that, in fact, the Saudis did play a role in killing that writer. The administration, meanwhile, appealing a judge's ruling that prevents a deportation of immigrants from four countries who are in the U.S. under temporary protected status. Emergency officials say they hope to complete a more careful inspection today of thousands of ruined buildings in Mexico Beach, Florida today. As a search for victims from Hurricane Michael continues, the death toll so far still stands at 14. This is SRN News. Michael Medved wants to know what the protesters want. This is our battleground. This is our song. Really, does, does that sound like a confident and inspiring ballad to you? March on, my sisters, be strong, be strong. I mean, okay, what are we marching on about? What What's the plan? The Michael Medved Show, afternoons at 2 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just after 1 p.m. here at the Twin Cities Home for Intelligent Radio, that means it's time for the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The headliner, the big weekend wheel, he is out on assignment today in his stead. We have the closer, Brad Carlson, in for Mitchburg. He's up next. Stay with us. A quick look at weather. It looks like it's going to be a pretty nice day, a mix of sun and clouds. Low 50s for the high for Sunday, partly sunny, low 40s, more sunshine on Monday. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. Yes, I know it's Saturday and I know we're not closing out the weekend, but I am The Closer, Brad Carlson. Filling in for my friend and colleague, Mitch Burke, who is out on assignment today. Feel free to give us a call, though, at 651-289-4488 if you'd like to weigh in on any of the topics we discuss. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And if you haven't liked us on Facebook as yet, well, why the heck not? Just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, like our Facebook page, and you can stay up on all of our latest NARN show uh, activities. Uh, has our guest called in yet, uh, as of yet, Terminator in? Do Still we waiting. Okay, well, why don't we do this? I know a lot of you are tuned right in to uh, listen to David Limbaugh right at 1 o'clock. Um, if he calls Nick, maybe bump that to the 115 segment and so we don't, so we don't have to awkwardly cut off a segment here. We're do- Nick and I are doing on-air production, so apologize for that <laughs> to listeners. But sometimes it, it is necessary. So if David does call, tell him we'll take him right at one fifteen. How about that? that Will do. Okay. Appreciate that. We hope to have David Limbaugh on to promote his latest book, Jesus is Risen. I look forward to talking to David about that. Have have never spoken to, uh, to David ever. And um, yes, that is Rush Limbaugh's younger brother, in case those of you who are wondering. Uh, but I do want it. There's plenty of stuff to get to. That is for certain. And we are T minus twenty four days until until election day. And 
it appears that blue tsunami, blue wave, whatever they're calling it, is not materializing. Uh, I, I maintain the Democrats still have a chance to take over the House. And the fact that I'm saying that they just have a chance, as opposed to making a definitive statement that Democrats will take over the House, tells you how much that their polling has cratered over the past several months. Because it was pretty much a foregone conclusion earlier this year. The Democrats were taking over the House, and even though they were in the minority in the Senate, albeit a very slim minority, 51 to 49, they had a good chance of taking over the Senate, despite the fact that like 26 of the 34 seats are Republican-held seats. Or, excuse me, Democrat-held Democrat seats that are up for election. 26 of the 34 are Democrat-held seats, which would tell you that with that many seats up that Republicans would be able to hang on to their majority. But the way things were going, the Democrats had a fighting chance to win the Senate. Well, that looks to be gone. That looks to be gone. Kevin Kramer up in North Dakota has opened up a huge lead on Heidi Heidkamp's reach double digits. That's going to flip. Heidi Heidkamp is the incumbent senator out of North Dakota. She's a Democrat. That's going to flip. Okay? And... I bring all this up to say that the numbers no longer work for Democrats to take over the Senate. They just don't. So if you have Kevin Kramer ousting Heidi Heitkamp, all of a sudden the Republicans that puts him at fifty-two seats. And I, I, if that, it's all over but the crying for the Democrats if that happens because the only way the Democrats can take over majority in the Senate is if they flip. Now it has to be they flip three Republican seats. Well, that's. That is a very tall task. Now, there were some, there are some opportunities there. Uh, Tennessee, Bob Corker not seeking re-election, that is an open seat. Arizona with Jeff Flake not seeking re-election, that's an open seat. And Dean Heller in Nevada is the incumbent Republican. He's been consistently behind in that particular race. I forget who Dean Heller, uh, the uh, Democrat in there is Jackie Rosen. That's right. Jackie Rosen is the Democrat for that race. So that's going to be a tough re-election battle for, for Dean Heller. So basically, for the, for the Democrats to take over a majority in the Senate, they have to flip all three of those seats, Tennessee, Arizona, Nevada. Nevada still remains a possibility. Arizona is slipping away ever with each passing day. Uh, fortunately, the Arizona Republicans didn't follow in the footsteps of their um, – didn't follow in the footsteps of their uh, Alabama counterparts when Alabama nominated uh, Roy Moore as the Republican candidate and therefore ended up losing that seat in a special election last year. They actually put forth a, a solid Republican in Martha McSally, as opposed to the kooky Kelly Ward and the corrupt Joe Arpaio. So Martha McSally, very solid Republican. And she's running against Kristen, as uh, I think it's Kirsten or Kirsten Cinema. Kirsten Cinema is the Democrat. And this past week, Cinema has there have been old videos released of Cinema saying just some outlandish, kooky things uh, to kind of echo her anti-war stance. I mean, it's very, very stringent anti-war. And I think called her state and basically ripped on her home state. This was, I believe, 2010, 2011. Basically calling Arizona the meth lab of democracy. Okay? You're running to be a senator of the state of Arizona. And these past comments come up where you're basically denigrating the people of Arizona. So as a result, Martha McSally, that, that, that race has gone from lean Democrat just a week ago to all of a sudden a toss-up. And to some polls, I'm seeing Martha McSally up by four or five points. And you have Kristen, Kirsten Cinema making derogatory statements about our active duty military members, of which Martha McSally is a veteran. I, uh, I believe an Iraq War veteran. Okay? So that one is slipping away from the Democrats. You have Tennessee. And I may talk about this a little bit later. Of course, Tennessee, uh, Taylor Swift came out and endorsed the Democrat. In that race, Phil Bredesen, who was a former governor of Tennessee. Now, uh, Taylor Swift, you know, I don't really care what she thinks about politics, but 
you can't deny that she has a strong influence on young people. And when voter registrations spiked because of Taylor Swift's uh, endorsement of the Democrat in that Tennessee Senate race, she, she had an impact. Now, a lot of people, you know, echo that saying, well, I don't care what the, she thinks she should stay out of politics. And I don't agree with it. I don't agree with that at all. Okay. She has every right to speak out about the issues of what she's concerned. But here's the thing. She was speaking on the specific U.S. House race and U.S. Senate race for which she's voting. That's her ju- jurisdiction, Nashville. So she's, uh, I forget who the U.S. House uh, Democrat is, Democrat candidate is. That's who she's supporting. And she's supporting Democrat Phil Bredesen over uh, Congresswoman Marsha Blackburn. And she gave a laundry list of reasons as to why, where if you go to Taylor Swift's Instagram and read the her reasonings why she's uh, opposing Marsha Blackburn, it, it basically reads like, think progress chanting points. So I wonder if uh, Taylor Swift, uh, I wonder if she did enough research to ascertain that Phil Bredesen was a Kavanaugh supporter, because that seems to be kind of a deal breaker for a lot of women who lean left of center. Yep. Uh, who, who's to say? And uh, so, and by the way, Marsha Blackburn's lead has only increased uh, over this past week. So, so much for the Taylor Swift bounce. And someone, I think it was someone at I think it was Jim Garrity, National Review, said that, or somebody said it that that's going to be one of the best breakup songs ever when Phil Bredesen loses in that Tennessee race. Because, <laughs> of course, Taylor's best known for her breakup song, right? So, anyway, so. There, there's that particular race that se- that that's a that seems a goner for the Democrats as well. So this is going to be an interesting election night because uh, if the Democrats don't flip all three of those Tennessee, Arizona, Nevada, they don't win the Senate. And Tennessee, being of course in the Eastern Time Zone, barring a razor thin race, which I don't think it will be, that's going to be called early. Uh, Arizona, now that's more uh, out in the. Uh, I think it's. They're not on. They're not. I don't believe they're in daylight savings time. So that's more. I think. I think they're. Uh, I think they're mountain time. Yeah, they'll be on mountain time by that point. So that may take a little while for the returns to roll in, and then. Uh, but we'll we'll know before. I would I would guess we'd know before midnight our time, whether or not the Senate changes hands. Which I, I again I'm predicting it will not. But again, you know, Steve Dace, Conservative Review, wrote a piece a few months ago talking about this election season, basically saying that who's ever dumbest last will lose in November. So even though we're 24 days away and and, and Democrats and their supporters have shown that they uh, do not deserve to have any levers of power in Washington, given their behavior, uh, particularly in the light of the uh, Brett Kavanaugh hearings and subsequent confirmation of the Supreme Court, uh, they've 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 shown themselves to not be capable of handling power, should not be given power, and as a result, uh, not only are they not going to get the Senate, at least at this point, the House is no no, no longer a sure thing either. Whereas just a few months ago, uh, it was all over but the crying for the Republicans as far as as far as whether they would keep the House because it didn't look like they would. So here's the thing: the the largest number or a good number of seats that the Democrats need to flip from Republican to Democrat in the House are on the West Coast. So we could be in for a really late election night to determine if all of Congress has a chance to flip the, or to the House flips the Democrats. Again, I don't think the Senate will, but will the House? So that's going to be interesting. And Jason Lewis was on with Mitch last Saturday and basically talked about his race right here in CD2. It's kind of a bellwether. If Republicans can hang on to their seats in CD2 and CD3, which look to be very, very difficult at this point, uh, and then flip CDs one and eight here in the state, that would be that would go a long, long way for Republicans to to hang on to the House. Like I said, Jason Lewis alluded to his race as a bellwether. So uh, I, I've said it many times before how dramatically different this election cycle is, where a lot of times, you know, particularly in 2010 and 2014, the big Republican waves, wave elections. We were celebrating uh, nationally, but kind of mourning locally because we didn't win any statewide races. Well, now there's a possibility where Republicans can actually have a net gain in the U.S. House here in Minnesota, but yet lose power in the U.S. House of Representatives. So we would be 
celebrating locally, but then mourning nationally. How what a what what a what a crazy turnaround that would be. So uh, definitely a, a lot to keep an eye on the next twenty four days. And again, in this particular political culture, we go from outrage to outrage so quickly that I I don't know. Don't I guess my warning is don't underestimate Republicans' ability to goof this up because. The one the one thing I'll caution is in 2016 when uh, it was about a month before Election Day when the TMZ audio came out of Donald Trump saying that you just have to grab a woman, well, you know, and the race was over. They were looking at ways maybe to kick Donald Trump out of the uh, off the ballot just a month before Election Day. It was a disaster, and it's just like Hillary could name her score at that point, right? Well, we all know what happened about a month later. So what I'm saying is, is that while you're looking at news in real time and you're just like, oh my gosh, how can people look at this and not think anything but these Democrats are a bunch of loons, they haven't earned the right to have any levers of power in Washington. And while that may be true right in the moment, a lot can happen in 24 days. All right. And you better believe that uh, the the left's uh, un, uh, witting accomplices, I should say, witting accomplices in the media are going to do all they can to uh, give them a hand. That's for certain. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson filling in for Mitch Berg right here in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Juveland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to our broadcast. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. Fear not, folks, who are fans of Mitch. He will be back with, for me uh, tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. Mitch and I are uh, switching up broadcasts uh, this weekend. Always happy to uh, pitch in on a Saturday when I can to uh, chat with uh, Mitch's listeners. And uh, I like to think there's some overlap between uh, the listeners I get and, and Mitch's listeners. But, uh, uh, you know, there are occasionally folks who tune in just to, just to hear from Mitch. And who can blame you for that? He's a longtime vet of the radio industry, of course. And Mitch's show for me is appointment radio, so I will definitely be tuned in tomorrow as well. Uh, talking a lot about this election cycle and the Democrats just, uh, sheer lunacy uh, this uh, this particular campaign cycle, including their reaction to Brett Kavanaugh being confirmed to the United States Supreme Court. Now, I've, I've talked a lot about the Kavanaugh saga, well, literally the last, the pre- previous three shows. We talked, you know, the allegations of, of sexual assault first came out uh, about a few weeks ago, and then I, I talked about it on my Sunday show for an entire hour, and then the following week we talked the entire hour about the testimony Kavanaugh and his accuser, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, gave before the Senate Judiciary Committee. And then the following week we rehashed the entire hour of um, we rehashed the entire hour or for the entire hour of the confirmation hearings and everything that surrounded it. And the Democrats' reaction has been uh, it's it's been. I'll put it mildly, irresponsible. It's one thing to to protest and to object to things that your government is doing. That's a bedrock of the First Amendment. But what they're doing is engaging in just sheer lunacy. When you are going after a man in his 70s and taking his sign out of his hand and ripping it up and getting into his personal space... I'm sorry, that's where your rights end, where you take rights from someone else. And there's plenty of video out out there. Like uh, after Kavanaugh was confirmed to the Supreme Court, he basically started work right away. And there were people literally clawing at the doors of these huge doors going into the Supreme Court's chambers, trying to open these huge doors and get in the Supreme Court. Okay, protest is one thing, but I'm sorry. What did they plan on doing once they opened those doors? committing some sort of acts of violence, maybe some vandalism, because those aren't protected by the First Amendment. Committing acts of violence and destruction of personal property, not protected by the First Amendment. But that's how this was dismissed by leftists. Well, you know, they're just exercising their First Amendment rights. Not the way I would do it, but that's how they're doing it. No. Ridiculous. And by the way, did you did you see that footage of, of these people clawing at the doors that, trying to get in the Supreme Court. It looked like my dog trying to get in the house when she's been outside too long. Honestly, it, it, was, it, was, it was sheer lunacy. And, you know, here's, what's, uh, here, here's what really struck me. I remember clearly, the tw- I'm old enough to remember the 2016 Democratic National Convention when then First Lady Michelle Obama got up there on the stage and and talked about the dirty campaign tactics employed by Donald Trump and company. And again, I'm not going to I'm not going to defend anything Donald Trump has said or done. All right, I've called out Donald Trump the candidate, Donald Trump Trump the president many a times on these very airwaves. Okay? Well, Michelle gets up there and Michelle Obama gets up there and says, "When they go low, we go high." That was her that was her famous declaration. Well, Eric Holder and if Nick if we got that audio clip uh, available, uh, Eric Holder, who was the attorney general for the f- first six years of Michelle's husband's presidential administration, um, yeah, Eric Holder kind of had a different take on uh, Michelle Obama's uh, declaration when they go low, or when they go low, we go high. Here's Eric Holder. It is time for us as Democrats to be as tough as they are, to be as dedicated as they are, to be as committed as they are. Michelle always says, Michelle Obama, I love her, you know, she and my wife like really tight, um, which always scares me and Barack. Um, But Michelle always says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No. 
No. When they go low, we kick them. All right. Um, yeah, haha, very funny, right? Except how politically tone deaf is that? I mean, just just go down just go down the laundry list of the last uh, sixteen months. I mean, I I, I wrote about this at bradcarlson.org. Past sixteen months, uh, Representative Steve Scalise was critically wounded on the baseball field. Remember, in June of twenty seventeen, Republicans were going through baseball practice for the annual congressional baseball game, and a Bernie bro, Bernie Sanders supporter. This was a politically motivated attack. He was walking around that field asking, hey, I see these uh, politicians over there. Are they Republicans or Democrats? So oh, those are the Republican congressmen, congresspeople. They're, they're practicing for the baseball game. And that's all he needed to hear. He opened fire. Representative Steve Scalise was nearly killed by a gunfire. Senator Rand Paul had multiple ribs broken by his neighbor. Okay, he was probably kicked by his neighbor. So, haha, very funny. Uh, when they go low, we kick them. Very, very funny, Eric Holder. Now, again, to be fair, I don't know that Rand Paul's neighbor, that was a politically motivated attack. I mean, sounds like the guy was a committed leftist, and that may have already kind of put him at odds with Paul to begin with. But apparently Rand Paul was piling up some sort of brush too close to property lines. You know, whatever. That's not how you settle that beef. Rand Paul had multiple broken ribs, had trouble breathing for weeks after that. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, he was verbally accosted in a parking lot near a Kentucky eatery back when he was home for one week in, you know, a month or two ago in Kentucky. Some people came up to him. And you know what? Leadership has, they have, thankfully, they have armed bodyguards, armed security, okay? Because Mitch McConnell, in his 70s, you know, let's be honest, doesn't exactly look like uh, that he could acquit himself well in a physical melee Thank goodness he had armed bodyguards with him. Ted Cruz and his wife Heidi, they were harassed at a Washington, D.C. restaurant Okay, in during the Kavanaugh hearings. And then you had a handful of elected officials were doxxed by a congressional staffer, a congressional staffer for uh, working for C- Sheila Jackson Lee, who's a Democrat congresswoman, I believe, out of the Houston area. And to, to Miss uh, Jackson Lee's credit, fired, the, fired this individual. Well, apparently, he made... Uh, public, he made uh, personal information public, publishing the home addresses of certain members of Congress, all of whom were Republicans. And guess what? Ted Cruz, Republican. Rand Paul, Republican. Mitch McConnell, Republican. Steve Scalise, Republican. So for Eric Holder to say this in light of everything that's gone on the past 16 months, and people say, well, you know, that's just overhyped. That's just rhetoric. They don't mean literally kick them. Well, you know what? There's just enough kooks out there that are willing to take matters into their own hands and inflict bodily harm. I mean, honestly, Rand Rand Paul himself, and you know what? Rand Paul has the moral authority to say something like this. Rand Paul himself said, you know what? I'm afraid this isn't going to end until someone winds up dead. Which brings us, of course, to uh, president, uh, uh, failed presidential candidate, two-time failed presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton. She was on with uh, CNN's Chris- Christiane Amanpour. I believe they were in England for something, probably Hillary on another Bash America tour overseas. Who's to, who's to say? Uh, Nick, if you when you, if you want to cue that audio up, there may be times where I stop in the middle. I may stop you in the middle of this. Uh, actually. Why don't, you, why don't you get that ready for the next segment? We only got about a minute and a half in this segment. So when we come back, Hillary Clinton um, kind of weighed in a, on this herself. But this is amazing to me. Well, no, it's not amazing. It's it's I should I, I shouldn't be amazed by this because this is how these people operate. The just naked hypocrisy and do so without irony. Remember how rhetoric was what caused the shooting in Tucson, Arizona back in 2011 when uh, Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords was severely wounded. Remember, remember that? How that was? They, they not a shred of evidence came in, but immediately leftists hopped right on that and said, "Well, it's this Tea Party rhetoric that 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 was responsible for the shooting." I mean, look, Sarah Palin on her Political Action Committee website, uh, these congressional districts that Republicans are trying to take back. She put a crosshair symbol over Gabrielle Giffords congressional district on on that congressional district map so that's what set this loony off without a shred of evidence they ran with it and 
for a few weeks after that, we're trying to put up the charade of like, eh, we're trying to stay away from this rhetoric, from using crosshair, even as a as a figurative statement. We're not trying to use any kind of analogies by using the word crosshair. Honestly, because rhetoric is what caused this violence. Well, I guess they uh, kind of got over those sentiments pretty quickly, didn't they? 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hillary Clinton weighs in on uh, the latest political climate on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Have you ever applied for a home loan online, but actually ended up getting telemarketed to death by strange lenders from all over the country? Have you ever called the bank in hope of a good deal, but ended up being treated like a number? That's not how we operate. Hi, my name is Joe Metzler. I'm a senior loan officer with award-winning, locally-based Mortgages Unlimited. Here, I will do a full and proper review of your situation, then provide you with a smooth and stress-free process, and of course, get you an amazing interest rate that you can brag about. And don't worry, we will never sell your personal information to anyone. Reach out to me today to be treated like a person, not a number, at 651-552-3681 or online at imortgagejoe.com imortgagejoe.com that's imortgagejoe.com apply today have an answer tomorrow mortgages unlimited is an equal housing lender not an offer to enter into an interest rate lock agreement nmls number 274132 who's who in the midterms what do they stand for and how will it affect my family will they cut taxes fix health care if you have a stress headache from all the noise of the midterms consider the battleground talkers tour your remedy Get the facts from Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved. October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. Snag your preferred seating tickets now at am1280thepatriot.com. Understand the issues. Remove the stress. Being able to live your dream retirement starts with your decisions today. Learn to develop the skills and confidence to own your financial future with a best-in-class education at Online Trading Academy. We are the world leader in creating traders and investors. Let us help you improve your returns and create income you can use now and in retirement. Call today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Welcome back, Camp 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Narn. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. You can also uh, check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It is the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, on these airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He's usually on Saturdays from 1 to 3, but he's on, for me, tomorrow, Sundays, 1 to 3. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in to our various Northern Alliance Radio Network affiliates. I just did get an email from David Limbaugh's uh, publishing company. Unfortunately, there was a mix-up. He will not be joining us today, so we apologize for that, folks. 
Uh, you're, you're more than welcome to keep listening, okay? If you tuned in just to hear David, we understand that. Uh, but he will not be on with us today. Unfortunately, there was a mix-up, so we uh, profusely apologize for that. Uh, I have reached back out to his publishing folks, and hopefully we can get him on next Sunday, the 21st, when I'm back at my regularly scheduled uh, Sunday afternoon. So we'll wait to hear back, and we will definitely keep you updated as those details come about. Uh, we do have a caller, however, on line one. Mark is in St. Louis Park. Mark, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Brad, another great show. Sorry I can't substitute for Mr. Limbaugh. Maybe his brother could, but I but I'm sure I, sure I can't. I apologize. <laughs> we, we welcome you every, I, every weekend, Mark. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. Thank you. <laughs> Just a quickie. You know, if you're talking about politicians and officials being harassed, this has been going on for a couple of years now with normal people. I don't know if you remember at the state capitol, there's a fundraiser in Minneapolis where Donald Trump supporters were harassed. Oh, Senior sure. citizens mm-hmm. in wheelchairs harassed. Yep. We had, after the election, there was a, a group of, uh, both the Star Tribune and St. Paul paper, a group of males, black males, beat up a, uh, a guy. They thought he had voted for Donald Trump. Well, he was a gay white guy who voted for Hillary Clinton. That was in both papers. Whoops. And they were they beat him up, screamed at him, because they, they thought he was a Trump supporter. So this has been going on for a couple of years with regular people. Uh, so uh, as far as the harassment and the physical assaults, on um on, on trump supporters or conservatives in general so uh but now it's in the news now that it's being it's happening to government officials but this is nothing new yeah I, you're exactly right and thanks thanks for the call mark and it was a year or two ago we're at the state capitol where you had some uh, trump supporters you know who got a legal permit to show support for their guy president trump and you had a bunch of uh thugs come in and uh, I think some of them released like a smoke bomb or something. Turns out one of the perpetrators was Senator Tim Kaine's son, Woody. Yeah, Senator Tim Kaine. He was the, who was the Democrat vice presidential candidate in 2016. So yeah, you're exactly right, Mark. There, there's you know yeah we could we could go we could go through it all day. And that's a nice segue to Hillary Clinton weighing in uh, because of course we played the audio from Eric Holder, former Obama administration attorney general, saying. Hey, forget Michelle Obama's when we when they go low, we go high. When they go low, we need to kick them. And uh, Hillary Clinton also had her own perspective that, eh, civility, so passe. Hillary Clinton. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. That's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate. You'll win back That's one, maybe. That's when civility can start again. Okay, stop right there. But stop until right then, there. The- so civility, hear that? Civility, is when Democrats are in power, that's only when the civility takes place, right? Remember when Democrats had carte blanche in Washington back in 2009, 2010, those two sessions of Congress? They, they, they welcomed no Republican input into the health care debate. Why? Because they didn't have to. President Obama basically pointing his finger at congressional Republicans who are wanting to come up, come to the table with their own ideas, basically pointing his finger and say, don't forget I won. Republicans can sit in the back of the bus. That's civility? Only civility when Democrats are in power. And here's the thing. Here's what, here, here's a key point which he brought up. Well, you know, you, you can't be civil with people who want to destroy everything you stand for. Well, here's what you stand for. You're constantly wanting to undermine the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens. Every time there's a mass shooting, it's the NRA who's put in your, excuse the rhetoric, crosshairs. You're try, constantly trying to undermine them. Remember the, the you know, I bring this example up a lot. In the aftermath of the Pulse nightclub shooting back in the summer of 2016, where basically Democrats came out and said, you know, Republicans were making compromises, said, sure, we'll expand background checks. Let's do it. And Democrats came out and said, well, we have to extend this to people who are on the terrorist watch list and the no-fly watch list, which are random uh, arbitrary watch lists where people have no idea they're on these watch lists, which means there's no due process. So you're, they're saying, well, we want to take their Second Amendment rights away. Why? They haven't been charged with a crime. We're on, they're on these watch lists. Okay, great. How do they get off these watch lists? Well, there's no way to adjudicate them off these watch lists. So you want to go ahead and take away somebody's constitutional rights when they haven't even been charged with a crime? When they haven't even been convicted of a crime? In what sane and rational world is that constitutional? That runs completely afoul of due process. So yeah, you're darn right we're going to oppose those kind of things.
Continue. The only thing that the Republicans seem to recognize and respect is strength. And you heard how you mean like, the Republican uh, stop right there. members... Recon- yeah, so um, recognize strength, like, um, oh, I don't know, being uh, shot at on a baseball field, okay? Being harassed outside their private homes or in restaurants? Is that, is that the kind of strength Hillary t- is talking about? See, here, here's, the, here's the problem with Hillary's whole uh, chanting points here. Is they were used to Republicans backing down. Because Democrats did plenty of dirty campaigning. And because Republicans didn't want to be painted in a bad light because Democrats had all the had all of this all this these uh Bloomberg funded and George Soros funded PACs to basically have carte blanche to say whatever they want. A lot of weak need Republicans were afraid they were being portrayed in a bad light and, and, and therefore just backed off. But that's not happening anymore. And some say it's the Trump effect. Eh, maybe, maybe not. All I know is that Mitch McConnell, before Trump was even elected, remember early 2016, he was the one that came out and said there is not going to be a hearing for a Supreme Court vacancy until the next president is installed, January 20th, 2017. Until then, there won't be a hearing. Mitch McConnell stood firm on that. In the past, Republicans, Republican leadership, looking at you, Bill Frist, 2005, would go along to get along. And pretty soon they recognize that the Democrats don't honor old commitments. They just don't. Because the Democrats, when they had carte blanche in 2009, 2010 to do whatever they want, they didn't welcome any Republican input. And you know what? What were we told time in and time out? Elections have consequences. And you know what? In 2009, 2010, you can go back, look at my writings at bradcarlson.org. I begrudgingly agreed with that. I said, you know what? As Republicans, it sucks to be us. We lost elections, got our butts kicked. This is the consequences. Maybe next time when you're going to play these silly games that there's no difference between Norm Coleman and, and, and Al Franken, maybe you'll think twice about it next time. All right? I'm kind of going off on all sorts of digressions here, but uh, let's wrap up Hillary's uh, little screed here. It's led by Mitch McConnell the president really that must hurt to say the president the <laughs> confirmation process uh insulted uh and attacked not only uh dr ford but women who were speaking out you know like look, you attacked Juanita broderick republican operatives huh. or paula shutting jones down the voting in florida uh in 2000 whoa, 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 whoa. i remember stop these- right there stop that right there P- republican opti- operatives shut down the vote in florida in 2000 show your work See, this, 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 is, this is why it's so great to be a Democrat when you're talking to these media outlets. You don't get challenged. Christian Amanpour, that, 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 that two-minute screed, I'm done with that. I'm not, I'm not listening to any more of that. That two-minute screed, she just went on and on with all of these baseless charges and was never once challenged. I guarantee you if a Republican were saying, making baseless accusations, and vapid statements, you better believe they'd, they'd be pushed back upon. And you know what? They deserve to be. Because I'm not, I'm not down for anybody making baseless statements. Show your work. Republican operative shutting down the vote in Florida in 2000. She's, she's relitigating the 2000 elections now. It's bad enough she's relitigating 2016 where she lost. Now she's going to go back to 2000? So, again, this is all. We have, we have an election coming up. And if the Kavanaugh issue was a, such a big issue as people are indicating it is, well, then, you know, here's the thing. Get to the ballot box. But what she's talking about is how women were criticized, survivors not being believed. Well, guess what? There, there was plenty of evidence brought forth way back when, when Mrs. Clinton's husband was charged with sexually assaulting Winita Broderick, and yet... She's not to be believed. But yet we're supposed to take the uncorroborated statements of Dr. Ford and just say, well, you know, because, because all women are be believed, we should, that should be good enough. Well, no, it's not good enough. Again, that runs a follow due process. Do we still believe in due process in this country or do, or do we not? See, this is what 
I think is going to has what has what motivated a lot of people on the right. They don't really care much about the candidates. There there may not be a lot of impressive candidates in some of these very tight uh, toss up races in the House and Senate. But what they know is the distinct difference is that Republicans were willing to stand up for due process. You know, there are some Republicans who probably believe, well, Susan Collins came out and said it. Yeah, I believe something happened to Dr. Ford, but I don't believe it was administered by Brett Kavanaugh. And because Susan Collins was a believer in due process, then she had to vote, cast her vote based on Brett Kavanaugh's judicial philosophy, and she found it satisfactory enough. So that was a criteria for voting him to the Supreme Court. And that's what we should all we should always err on the side of of due process. So when Hillary Clinton talks about that you can't be civil with a political party, i.e. the Republicans who wanted to destroy everything you believe in, yeah, because you believe in undermining due process. You're darn right we want to destroy that. You believe in undermining someone's Second Amendment rights when they wind up in an arbitrary watch list. Yeah. Darn right we want to destroy it. You nailed us, Hillary. You got us. You're right. So, again, uh, I guess the, the the good news is Hillary, while she's getting these big platforms, if Democrats were truthful, they would even say that, uh, yeah, Hillary, get off our side. We've uh, Let's move on from you. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson filling in for Mitch Berg today on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Napa know-how. This month, a two-pack of Napa night vision headlamps is up to $10 off. Because with fall comes longer nights and poor overall visibility. Luckily, our headlamps have superior illumination, which helps reduce the chance of an accident. See better, drive safer with up to $10 off a two-pack of Napa night vision headlamps. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer ends 10-31-18. Classroom football success. From high school to Penn State to the NFL. I'm John Urschel, guard for the Baltimore Ravens, and I have a master's in mathematics. Math has taught me to think logically, helping me excel on and off the field. But unlike football, math doesn't require special talent. The thing is, most kids aren't taught math in a way that makes sense to them. This is why I've partnered with Mathnasium Learning Centers. This is Bobby Tarnowski. Build skills, build confidence at one of my Mathnasium centers. Call today, 763-269-6969. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. And just for being a loyal Patriot listener, I'll waive your first initial cleaning fee. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. As President Trump's first two years in office come to a close... We've seen two originalist justices confirmed to the Supreme Court, 26 originalist appeals court judges confirmed, and 41 new district court judges on the bench. Dozens more pending. Add to that a massive military rebuild underway, a massive tax cut, and a renegotiated trade deal between the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. That's just a fraction of his accomplishment, but it's enough to have silenced the never-Trumpers and other conservative critics. Yes, Trump is as worrying today as Andrew Jackson must have been in 1829 to the people of both parties who are used to a different set of rules. I'm one of them. And my criticisms of the president are many in detail. But my fear of the wild-eyed left is far, far greater than my discomfort with his bowl and china shop politics. The very unconventional Trump is succeeding. A lot of winning. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with one of the final segment this hour. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Narn. Thanks as always for tuning in. Got a one final segment this hour. And continuing on a leftist lunacy. I mean, that, that could be an entire two hours every week, to be perfectly honest. The dictionary definition of a mob, and Nick, if you got those final two audio clips ready, uh, we'll be calling for those as well. Uh, Brooke Baker, uh, I'm sorry, I keep calling her Brooke Baker, Brooke Baldwin and Don Lemon on their respective shows apparently took exception to the use of the word mob. Well, the dictionary definition of the word mob in noun form a disorderly or riotous crowd of people, a crowd bent on or engaged in lawless violence, any group or collection of persons or things. The adjective, of course, of mob, of or relating to or characteristics of a lawless, irrational, disorderly, or riotous crowd uh, directed at or reflecting the lowest intellectual level of the common people. So those are dictionary definitions of a mob. And if you've watched any of the Kavanaugh aftermath of the Kavanaugh hearings, people trying to break into the Supreme Court, you know, get through the Supreme Court doors. Who knows what would they have done and they got on the other side. Uh, I've seen pictures of younger people accosting a 70-year-old man, taking his sign, because he was a pro-Trump guy, taking his sign away from him, ripping it up. Okay? Uh, that's that's mob activity. But apparently, Brooke Baldwin took exception to that. Uh, Matt Lewis of the Daily Beast and uh, Mary Catherine Hamm a CNN contributor. We're both on with uh, Brooke Baldwin on CNN this past week. Play that clip, Matt Lewis, uh, accusing somebody of being a mob. I believe it's the overreaction of the left. When you see people like Ted Cruz getting chased out of restaurants by a mob. Oh, when you see, you're when not you, going to use the mob I will, word Oh, it's, it's totally a mob. It is without a there's doubt. I mean, it's, it's, there's no other word Matt. for it. It's a, go watch, put up the a video. Mob, Ted, stop, stop. A put mob, up the video. A mob is what we saw in Charlottesville, Virginia, Agreed. two Augusts ago. No, yep. A mob Agreed. is not what we saw chasing. I'm what not about, saying what, what they the did people, was right. What about the people who were well, then, at the Supreme Court banging on the walls? What do you mobby. call that? Pretty mobby. Civil <laughs> protest? Or is that a mob? I think it's easily a mob. I love Mary Kay. Yeah, and if it were Tea Partiers, we'd call it a mob for sure. Come yep. on, let's yeah. be serious. Yep. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me move past the M word. Like she can't even say it at the end. Let's let's move past the M word. Honestly, you're you're going to nitpick over a word. I mean, again, a disorderly or riotous crowd of people. What do you call a bunch of people banging on the Supreme Court trying to open the door and probably would have enacted some sort of vandalism, or crowd bent on or engaged in lawless violence, like infringing upon a seventy year old man's First Amendment rights by ripping a sign away from him and pushing him and ripping his sign up. That's a mob. That's mob activity. Uh, Matt Lewis apparently wasn't uh, content with uh, uh, torturing himself. Decided to go on another CNN program. Uh, CNN's uh, with uh, Don Lemon's program. I don't know what Don Lemon's program is called. There were three other panelists. I just want to play the last minute and a half of this because, like I say, all four panelists were talking over each other. It's really not productive. So host Don Lemon also took exception to the word mob, and he and Matt Lewis kind of had a little bit back and forth. So here we go. To get to the break, I will answer your question that you asked her. Is it mob behavior? No, it's not mob behavior. It's people who are no, upset and they're angry not. with the way the the way the country is going Which is fine. and the policies oh, that these so people. Just, will you let me finish, Matt? Please, before you jump in. Okay, I'm making a point. I can't make it if you keep interrupting me. No, but you no, but you're you're making a point. Are, are you the moderator or the host, or are you? Arguing a liberal. I'm, I'm the moderator and the host of this oh show, my. and I'm trying now to make a like point a to tell you that now you're giving mob rule. I'm telling you're you why people are saying it's not a mob. Look up the word mob in the dictionary. Matt, it is by I just gave you, the you should look up the word mob in the dictionary, and you should also, as a Republican, look at the Constitution I'm not a Republican. and look at the or whatever it is you are, whatever it is you are, look at the Constitution of the United States, and it gives people the right to protest. Yeah, and and that it doesn't say where Especially you can protest there, like, and how you can no, protest and to what. Will nobody you let me saying... finish, Matt? Please, let if me I, finish. Fine. Okay. Bring it on. Okay. Do you mind if I have a drink? So you, you can do whatever you want. You can leave the show if you want, but let me finish. I'm not I will make do my that. point. Okay. Well, then shut up and let me do it. All right. Please. Thank you very much. 
in the Constitution, you can protest whenever and wherever you want. It doesn't tell you that you can't do it at a restaurant. It doesn't tell you that you can't do it on a football field. It doesn't tell you that you can't do it uh, on a cable news show. You can do it wherever you want. And to call people mobs because they are exercising their constitutional right is just beyond the pale. We'll be right back. If conservatives did it, you'd call them. And they did. Okay, the Tea Party. The Tea Party who who never committed a documented act of violence because if they did... It would be wall-to-wall news coverage, 24-7 news cycle. Remember Andrew Breitbart back in 2000, the late great Andrew Breitbart back around 2009, 2010 time frame? Uh, Tea Party was accused of being a bunch of racists, using the N-word, when the Congressional Black Caucus walked through their little gauntlet. And Andrew Breitbart said, I got $100,000 right now. If you can prove to me that someone within a Tea Party organization used the N-word, hurled at a member of the Congressional Black Caucus when they walked by him, I'll give you $100,000. And you know what? He never had to. So this was classic projection. And the, the logic Don Lemon uses here, well, you know, showing up. And he, even, he even said it earlier, we didn't play that part of it, but in that particular uh, interview with those four panelists, or that uh, particular segment with those four panelists, he basically said, well, you know, Ted Cruz, yeah, he got harassed in a restaurant. I don't condone that. That's what he signed up for. Really? They signed up for that they can't have a moment's peace with their loved ones at a restaurant without being harassed? So when he's saying, well, the First Amendment doesn't preclude you from protesting in a restaurant, but harassing other people, that, 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 yeah, that, it, that, it, that specifically is against the law. You can't just go harass someone else, particularly on private property. Now, I wish the restaurant's owner had stepped in and asked them to leave because you can ask someone to leave your private property. So CNN, it just getting all nitpicky over the word mob. And you, did you hear that one woman when Matt Lewis kept taking exception to what Don Lemon was saying? He said, oh, talk about a mob. Well, then you, you just basically uh, confirmed everything Matt Lewis said. If you think one person interrupting a host on a cable news show is a mob, but someone scratching at the doors violently of the Supreme Court or accosting a 70-year-old man holding a pro-Trump sign is not a mob, uh, I uh, I, I kind of question your uh, your moral code, your worldview there. So, oh, craziness abounds, that is for sure. But guess what? We've got a whole other hour of it right here, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. Back with one more full hour on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Closing time. One last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Close it. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know the majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 
866-767-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Need special boots or shoes for a new job but you don't know where to start? Step into Chet's Shoes for expert advice and a proper fit. A boot can make or break your job, so make sure you get the right one for you. We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots. We've been fitting people for over 70 years. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.